When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. <laughs> Hello and welcome to The Villain Was Right, the podcast where we look at movies and TV from the villain's perspective and dare to ask, were they really all that bad? I'm your host, Rebecca Reeds. And I'm your host, Craig Fay. And today we're talking about The Last Witch Hunter. And we're joined by a very special guest, Meg McKay. Hello. <laughs> Ding dong. It's me. Uh, I think we should point out that maybe, uh, I, well, I'm definitely going to point this out that this was Meg's choice. Oh, 100% <laughs> we need to start with that. Well, okay. The way I pitched it to these folks is I said, this is a movie where uh, Vin Diesel spends the entire time punching witches because they want to bring back mother nature which sounds like that's a good that's a good sell for this podcast but what i should have also <laughs> mentioned is that this movie is one of those passion project films that vin diesel got to do because every single time he makes a fast and furious those movies make a billion dollars so he's played a D campaign one time and was like oh wow we got to make this into a movie. And so like four dudes wrote it for him and this is what it became. Were so, those four dudes all Vin Diesel? <laughs> <laughs> I feel like a, like a, some of the premise when you set it up makes a lot of sense, but it really feels like like the a dungeon master set it up and then every one of the characters are just interacting with each other in an improvisational tone. But anyway... It's yeah. misogyny, the movie. It's, <laughs> it's, it's wonderful. Yeah. It, it, when you watch it in like, as a, like a passion project or a vanity project for Vin Diesel, it teaches you a lot about Vin Diesel. You're yeah, like, I wouldn't describe any of this as a passion project. <laughs> this is a vanity piece, the, yeah, then. The, yeah, because I would have described it as like people owing each other favors. You know what I mean? Like, like, like somebody did something in film school and then like Michael Caine was like, ah, fuck, you're calling in that debt. Like, uh, it is jar studded. It is. I was really surprised by the amount of stars in this movie. Yeah. We got, uh, Michael Caine. Yeah. Elijah Wood, Elijah Wood, Vin Diesel, who's a, you know, he's a star. Uh, he's the star. Every movie he's been in for Fast and Furious, which he famously hates doing, are they make a billion dollars? Yeah, I so guess that's, I, that's, he's, he's a star. star. Can you imagine hating that and putting out that kind of garbage into the world? <laughs> Absolutely, I oh can. Oh my god, you just stop doing for it for that much money. Why would you? But say- how much money do you need, Craig? <laughs> how much do we need? Razors are expensive, and if you're going to keep your hair that short, yeah, <laughs> razors cost so much money. It's true. All right, uh, well, should we dive into the villain a little yeah, bit? Yeah, so start? who is the actual villain in this? So the villain's obviously the... Uh, the, the witch mi- queen. The witch queen. Yeah. The witch queen, who is... I, is she described by any other name at any point? No. They don't do that fun uh, <laughs> fantasy thing where the where they speak a different language or anything has a cool name. Like, she's not called, like, Kishkabal. She's called Witch Queen, because she's the queen of the witches, and let's go. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's how well we explore the world of the witches where it's just like, yeah, 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 witch queen. Everyone knows everyone knows who that is. And they go to witch jail. Yeah. It's fine. 
There's a, yeah, there's a witch jail. There's yeah, uh, yeah. yeah. There's a witch we, bar. We start off with her giving this like kind of speed, like before she's about to get you know rocked essentially at the top of the film. She's like, "You guys are taking over, okay? You're sitting in your own filth. We've had enough of this. Essentially, yeah. we're we're shutting it down, team. Which, I mean, is a little agreeable. <laughs> yeah. I, well, then this is like the Middle Ages one, right? Where she's yeah. living in that big tree or whatever. Absolutely. Yeah. I think she is that big tree. Yeah. Oh, is she? I but think that's the implication is that she's part of the tree at least. Uh, it's a metaphor for nature. Uh, da, 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 da. <laughs> the movie opens it's 800 years ago and Vin Diesel with his horrible haircut walks into a giant tree that they light on fire and it turns out it's a lady who's like, hey, stop lighting the trees on fire. And they're like, no, you die today. <laughs> yeah. And she's the bad guy. <laughs> it's, yeah, it's, a, it's a bit of a home invasion. Scenario. Yeah. <laughs> Home invasion. They come in to stab her. And for whatever reason, Vin Diesel decided to look surprised for the full three minutes of the opening of this film. It's just him looking surprised, stabbing things. And that is the only emotion he is willing to exhibit. To be fair, this is the first movie in a long time where Vin Diesel has had eyebrows. So <laughs> that's true. <laughs> yeah. They're just like, just put him down, Vin. Just put them down. Just <laughs> why? Are I don't know they, if you do they, that. Are they still up? They're still up. Then just put them down. He d- he just like t- scrapes them down his forehead and back into the regular position. Yeah, yeah. Um, and this then this witch gives them not like that bad of a curse, right? Like there, you could have picked way worse curses. I think like you know your skin peels off for a thousand years or something like that. Instead, she's just like you can't die. Yeah. I know you want to die, so you can't die. And that's the curse. You're going to be in peak physical condition with great skin. Yeah. Forever. Forever. You're going to hold on to this present until <laughs> I come back when I need the present back. <laughs> yeah. It, it, it's an insane curse to give your enemy when you think about it. You're well, like, it makes sense long game, though, right? Because she that. has to take it back afterwards. She's He's just been holding on to it for her. And if he has that, then they can't kill her because otherwise he'll die. Yeah. I also love... Yeah, so it's because... Um, it's a yeah. dragon heart scenario. Right. Where yeah. if you have the heart of... A lot, lot of layers to this well, film. A lot of layers. Also, also, you know what will help people understand the plot of this movie better? The Dragonheart reference. Did no one else grow up obsessed with that movie? No, that was, I remember that movie, but I haven't heard that referred to in years. I literally just looked over at Craig. I'm like, you know, because Dragonheart. Dragonheart. As though that is a, <laughs> other people think about this movie once yeah. a week like I do. But yeah, so they keep her heart alive because... Yeah. Even though they could vanquish her from the world, they're like, no, we got to keep Vin Diesel around. Which, like, I understand for, like, that organization as they go through the years and they need to use Vin Diesel's character as, like, a weapon. But, like, right off the bat, like, when they're just like, hey, we came here to kill the witch, they explicitly said, unless we destroy your heart, it's not going to, uh, she's not truly dead. Mm. And then as soon as they get in a position to actually truly destroy her heart, they're like... No, but it's going to keep our buddy alive. Like, yeah. It, uh, well, the the basic thesis of this film is that Vin <laughs> Diesel is the most amazing human being who's ever existed throughout of all of time. He's and a genius. He's I cannot <laughs> stress this enough. They're trying to pass him off as a genius, <laughs> oh, and it yeah. 
the words dropping out of his mouth this whole film was killing me. Killing me. There is a there is an actor who could maybe make those lines yes. work. Yes, not and this is not that actor. <laughs> this is not that actor. If you had had a Keanu Reeves in this, I was thinking like you could have had that sort of weird mystic philosophical like I've lived a thousand years kind of yeah he's gotta be like a little weird a little wizardy or something but he does it with the same like i drive cars (laughs) life is hard (laughs) my favorite my favorite line from this is uh there's a scene where there's a kid and obviously like entranced by a witch or something like sees all this candy on the ground and like follows this trail of candy into this backyard and sees this like tree of like candy and the kid's like ooh oh my god and like goes to reach for it and then Vin Diesel shows up and pulls the kid away and it's like a trap obviously and he goes didn't your mother ever tell you not to eat candy off of trees (laughs) 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 and I go nobody has ever said this in the entire that's not where you get candy (laughs) That's not a lesson we learned. Like, like oh. unless unless you were a kid where you were like constantly eating like pre-chewed bubble gum that other humans <laughs> had to, to trees, <laughs> and then your mother's like, "Stop eating candy from trees." <laughs> but that's one weird kid in the entire history of the world. Not not a here's something deep and poetic. I'm gonna say yeah. that I've learned over the last thousand years of living life. Don't eat candy off of trees. It's like you. You fucking. <laughs> he, I think he screws up lines. I think that's what it is. Is because in the ah. in the next scene after the the witch is like vanquished or whatever, we meet Vin Diesel on in um, like an Abu Dhabi airline, which to me just means he's just left the set of uh, Furious Seven. Yeah. <laughs> Convenience. Conveniently. Convenience. He's, he's still Dominic Toretto, and uh, so he, he he puts a paperclip into a cup of water, blows in it, and he goes. And the paperclip tells him that there's a girl with a hand tattoo that has runes or whatever. But he says to her, do you know what happens when a thunderstorm meets a cold front? Which is not what he meant. Because it's not when a thunderstorm (laughs) meets a cold front. It's like when a warm front meets a cold front. That's a thunderstorm. (laughs) (laughs) Well, what he says is, you know what happens when a thunderstorm meets a cold front? And I would say, Nothing. Um, <laughs> <and> then, <laughs> so he plays with the he plays with the runes for a, for a second, and then it goes <laughs> lightnings or whatever, and he goes, yeah, see, that, that'll teach you for being a girl and trying to magic around me. <laughs> and then he gets to have sex with an air waitress. Yeah, yeah, I love that he has to be fucking like it's it just like it, any character he has needs uh needs just like a wealth of women to pull from <laughs> like yeah. I, I never under because it never added really anything to the no. character or the story other than the fact that like he should find a love or something which is a plot point that didn't make any sense to me because that old man tries to tell him that he needs to find somebody but then tries to kill him in the sense of releasing him from the restraints of immortality. I'm like, but you just told him to find love. I don't even understand this anymore. There's like plot holes all over the place. Well, like, wouldn't that I, if they release if they if they destroy the heart, then doesn't does Vin Diesel just kind of like continue on with his natural life from that point? Like, it's like okay, I'm going to start as a 40 year old man or whatever he is, and then just, like, I could live out to, like, 80. Right. You know what I mean? It's just, like, like someone had pressed pause on his life, <laughs> and then it's like, okay, we're back from the bathroom. Keep going now. I don't know. 
know, actually. Because that could be I don't think I don't it. think they thought it out. It almost seemed yeah, to yeah, me yeah, like yeah, yeah. they were writing the script and they went, okay, how do we fix this problem? What's an arbitrary way to fix this problem? <laughs> Write it down. It's <laughs> yeah. just like there's all these weird loopholes and magic things they can pull out at any time. Well, you mentioned it was a D&D uh, campaign. Yeah. And this movie does feel very much like it was written by Rolling Dice. It really, <laughs> really does. Didn't your mother ever tell you not to <laughs> eat candy from a roll, roll a, a D20 dice. tree? <laughs> <laughs> could have been garbage can, could have been a raccoon's mouth, could have been... <laughs> could have been uh, but there's a scene at the end, to speak more to that point, there's a... Uh, near the end, the, when he encounters the witch queen again, she uncurses him, I guess, and takes away his immortality. So they are still hanging on to the heart, yeah. but he's not immortal anymore. Unless he gets it back? Like it's No, he does to- get it back because they have to keep the heart alive so he stays alive so because the girl at the end is like i see i see there's more evil things you have to stay and like fight these other worse evil things two more movies <laughs> oh, they, they really set it up for a sequel oh yeah that's one of my notes here is like trying so hard to set up a sequel yeah. like they were oh through the whole thing they're like this is a whole universe i was like Please stop trying to establish entire universes and just establish the universe of your movie. Yes. You know, like just this is one story that needs to be told and just do a good job at that and we'll want to see more. Mm -hmm. But they just did not. Yeah. I would argue that this witch court that they have set up is a lot more evil and worse than anything that the, (laughs) the witch queen did. Yes, and also the Dol like the whatever treaty that exists between the Dolans, which are the people who like rule over what Vin Diesel does, and the the like witch court. Yeah. That whole story ten thousand times more interesting than what the movie we saw. And, and also shoehorn it. <laughs> like it's oh yeah, they're nothing. just like, and all these witches are bad and, and these Dolans. Okay, bye. But <laughs> yeah, no, the way more evil. Way yeah, more evil. they're okay. They're imprisoning people that can't like these people. They're putting them into prison in a sense that they cannot die while they're in this prison, right? Like they're just locked up there indefinitely. <laughs> yeah, kill d- dreaming, me. Is that the- yeah, yeah, like kill me. You know what I mean? Like it, 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 it's the much more humane thing to do. Okay, if you don't want me to exist on this planet anymore, it's much uh, less cruel to just murder me than it is to lock me up for the rest of eternity <laughs> in my true. in my mind. Okay, and I that might just be me and my own personal preference, but... Uh, yeah, yeah. And the, the wild thing about that whole idea is that they put all of these powerful, like, quote-unquote, evil witches into a jail, but they can all talk to each other, so they can all do talky chain spells to get out, and they do. Like, yeah, that is a major plot point in this. Where they're like, oh, they're like, oh, you know how we put all the powerful people in jail? Anyway, they use their magic to get out because, of course, they did. <laughs> like, what? Yeah, that's true. And is it a fair court too? I wonder. Like, oh, didn't didn't seem to be. Okay, no witnesses, no nothing. They just throw this guy in there. They're like, he murdered him. We know he did. Even though this guy wasn't even... A bunch of witches couldn't figure out if this guy was fucking cursed. It took Vin Diesel. (laughs) Oh, yeah, A bunch of witches couldn't figure out that this guy was cursed. Not to mention (laughs) medical doctors. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, like, yeah, so so Michael Caine's character gets killed. 
Yeah. Right. Like or the night allegedly, allegedly, allegedly murdered. And like he's like literally sitting in, uh, like viewing in this church, like open casket, yeah. like has been chilling by. for some reason. Yeah. And then they're like, "Oh, he's not dead." I'm like, "Oh, so no autopsy then? Like no, no, no embalming, no like." That's it, a Catholic yeah. priest. You he know what I mean? He was waiting like for the genius of Vin Diesel to show just, up and just, assess the situation. Just one fucking idiot to come and hold a mirror under his nose. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Figure out he's breathing. Oh, my God. He's think, almost. Well, they set it up that I think what we're supposed to believe, because I have seen this film like five times <laughs> for no reason. That is astonishing, by the way. <laughs> that is a, that I is had a to, jarring number. I watched this with Kat, and I had to apologize to her as we were watching it. <laughs> I, I was don't like, know. I it, am so sorry. It's started to get into so bad it's good territory okay, okay. we were in and around there certainly well, I, I mentioned this off mic but i think it's worth the reason why i'm obsessed with this movie is because i walked into it by accident in the theaters and i walked in it as uh elijah wood looks at Vin diesel and he says without breaking i was five years old when the witches set my house on fire <laughs> and i laughed so hard that I was like, I'm into this. Like, I'm going to, I have to know how, what happened around this statement to make this movie. Uh, like, it, where did we start and where are we going to end where that line, line. of dialogue makes any sense? <laughs> exactly. Of? Yeah. Why would witches light your house on fire? They're just like using like butane and like a, a Molotov cocktail. They have magic. Like, why would they, why would they light your house on fire when they could just zap you to death? I don't know. But, uh, the, yeah, they they do this really uh, clearly an edit that had to happen when um, after viewing it for the first time because they had to do Michael Caine do the only narration in the entire film because they don't they have to do exposition really quickly. They're like this this is my friend Vin Diesel <laughs> and he, he can't ever die and I'm his best friend and I'm the thirty sixth best friend and nobody knows about our secret society that kills women and <laughs> and. Uh, and uh, also, he fucks. All right, movie. <laughs> they literally say that. Uh, he, like, yeah, that's he, true. There is only yeah. There is a narration part, which is not. Yeah, yeah. I found that really jarring. <laughs> probably because it made no sense. The relationship probably made no sense because you look at that and you're like, oh, it's Alfred. But wait, what? He's a yeah. church Alfred. Well, and the other part I found, I I thought this was probably an edit. Was so there's a point at which. Um, Vin Diesel has to go into his dreams to remember how he died to mm-hmm. fi- figure out that the witch's heart is still around. And I think like that whole opening scene where they're going to go kill her, I think that was probably originally in that part where right. they where they did that, uh, where he goes into his dreams and that's how we learn how he or- was originally like originated, I guess is the right word for that. Mm-hmm. And I think that somebody was like, this movie is slow as fuck until we get to this point. We need some action up front. Like that's kind of what it felt like to me. Yeah. Oh. That's that would make a lot more sense because it's very weird to watch a character for forty five minutes meander through a film where he's trying to remember something that we already saw. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's the more articulate way to put that. Thank you. <laughs> it's really also what I love about it is that he just goes through all these different scenes trying to find a drug, like a memory drug. Like he's just going. Yeah, that got real repetitious. Yeah, he's just like anybody got opiates? Looking for opiates? Opiates? Basically going to witches and being like, "Can I get? Can I get high off this? It's like a memory potion. It's weird." But um, oh yeah, the 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 other I'd say the other villain 
in this is um, Elijah Wood, who's the 37th villain. Yeah. He betrays Vin Diesel. And... Mm-hmm. And was which was a hard turn. Oh, <laughs> he knows exactly what movie he's in. Like he knows, <laughs> he, knows. he was perfect. Like <laughs> he was a different character in every scene because literally, because he had cares? so much fun. Who cares? Yeah. Who cares? He had so much fun. But he like he sets up as being like I, uh, Vin Diesel's like I got to make sure that you're not a witch. And he turns over his hand. He's covered in burn marks and he goes that was five years old when the witches set my house on fire wanted to be a dolan whatever then later he, he goes ha i betrayed you because um the witches didn't set my house on fire you did my parents were witches and you killed them and now i'm trying to bring you down and that and then it's like wait a second he's supposed to be the bad guy but finn diesel killed his parents like Oh yeah, I just I I missed that. He's like, my parents were witches, is what I. Yeah, yeah that's all I got too. I, I didn't like, catch that Vin Diesel like murders. Yeah, <laughs> what a bastard! Yeah. <laughs> well, that was the other thing that I hated about this was that the entire time he's like, yeah, like so he's hanging out with this witch now that like could we. Could we hire maybe an, a, a little bit of an older woman? The entire time yeah. I kept going, no, no, you're not going to do that right now. You're not, you're not playing that game with me right now. This girl's 20 years younger than you. No, no, no. And then it just kept going. I was like, no. But he's like, he's a witch hunter hanging out with a witch. This woman's, first of all, insane. Okay. Mm-hmm. If anybody was named Rebecca Hunter, I'm not hanging out with you. Okay. I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> Just not doing it. Okay. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> Fuck everything you stand for. I'm out of here. Man, I'm not trying to convince you I'm a good Rebecca. Okay. Like, fuck that. I'm out. Oh my God. That woman is dumb. Okay. And like, uh, yeah, I don't understand why there aren't. Honestly, the, the thing I found most jarring about this is that uh, why aren't more of these witches join this cause? I'd, I'd kind of be more about this cause than I think uh, yeah, some why, of these witches that? are. The, the the cause of like, let, let us rise up. We are superior. And I mean, not wrong. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, yeah. Not maybe. wrong. Let us rise up and uh, maybe we'll do a little cleansing. Oh, oh my goodness. Like there... This is, I, I thought about this again because there's a, a lot of, I'll explain it. The, uh, there's a scene where um, Vin Diesel has a nightmare where he imagines the witch queen one and he wakes up and he's walking through what is downtown New York City and there's grass and there's flowers and it, it seems like humanity's been gone and the city's been abandoned and Earth has reclaimed it and it's beautiful <laughs> it is gorgeous it's yeah. this, it reminds me of there's a, a vr piece if you have the opportunity to see it it's by lisa jackson she's an anishinaabe filmmaker and it's called uh Bita Ban, the dawn comes and it's a reimagining of it's a vr reimagining of what toronto would look like if the earth took it back oh, oh i love dang. this that sounds gorgeous great. and so that, is it like it, like, it, like trees in ruins kind of thing like like Ruins of the city and then trees yeah. are... Oh, okay, and that's like, awesome. And like yeah. vines climbing up like through Nathan Phillips Square and stuff. It's gorgeous. Um, anyway, that's what this that scene reminded me of where it's just like, why is this bad? Like, if you're going to show me that the Witch Queen winning was bad, show me like a human skull or something. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't yeah. make it gorgeous. Don't make it like, why? Like, well, oh, a wolf comes by and then a bear's like, hello, wow. <laughs> And there's a beautiful. I can walk here with impunity. 
It's a gorgeous stream. Like, no, make it like a Terminator thing where he accidentally like steps down and there's like a root through someone's skull or something. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. yeah we yeah. needed better visuals to really feel. <laughs> this isn't bad. The, the, the plight of humanity. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, and I think the quote of the Witch Queen right at the beginning was like, you build like uh, your houses into the sky and like live on your own filth and stuff like that. And you're like, yeah, that hasn't become any less true in the past thousand years no. certainly more so even right like we're <laughs> we're <laughs> like we're destroying the planet as as we speak oh, you know what know I mean? like real bad yeah real bad it's like <laughs> like I, I would have loved to see a line be like you had your chance at a carbon tax and you fucked it up so now <laughs> we're gonna <laughs> Oh my God. It's also funny because she's like, oh, you 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 build your house to this guy and you live in your own filth. So she gives them the Black Plague, which famously is because people didn't have toilets. So it, basically she goes to sleep for 800 years and wakes up and is like, I'm going to Black Plague you again. And they're like, well, we have toilets now. So no. Yeah. I mean, I what are you going to do? That's Throw coming some... back. <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah. Everything's yeah. coming back. That's all, that's all the way on the come up. Yeah. Is it actually? Yeah. 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 Madagascar. It's popping <sighs> off. There's uh yeah. They just found there's a. Uh, there's a multi-strain resistant of uh, a fungus mm. that can infest your skin and there's like no way that they can get rid of it oh, and it's God. just like spreading around so it's like resistant to all the antifungal stuff it's the witches like, man they're coming they're, for yeah, us that's yeah. it, exactly. we fucked up <laughs> although on a more positive note i'll say this about random diseases i was reading how like uh actually even the versions of diseases that we have now that were really bad were actually worse Back in the day, oh, but yeah. all the all the strains of those that were the worst died out because they were they killed so many people, so they they couldn't spread. Oh, interesting. So there there's a like that's we, hardcore. Yeah. Man. So yeah. we still have syphilis. Like you can still get syphilis. Yeah. Right. But back like when it first arrived in Europe, uh, it would melt your face. Like Literally. your face would fall off. Be with with syphilis, and but that's just a strain that died out because. It's a sexually transmitted disease, and you ain't fucking anybody with their face falling off. Jesus <laughs> Christ. <laughs> that sounds... T- that sounds yeah. like something a gym teacher would make up. No, but that's like... It, <laughs> Don't it, have sex. Your face is going to fall, fall off. off. <laughs> but, like, that was true back in the day. Like, that's insane, Holy right? hell. And there's just, like, even, like, the common cold and the flu and stuff like that are, like, the most... Uh, like mild versions of like like if we went a thousand years back in the future like we'd all die right away from disease like we'd be we'd be screwed oh that's for sure that's true uh, i think chaderena has a joke about going not being vaccinated for the future i don't want to ruin yeah. it but yeah he's a very funny joke about not wanting to be a time traveler into the future because they're for sure not vaccinated for the stuff that they have <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's true that's true that's yeah. very funny. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, so like that's their main thing is like wipe out humanity with a plague because we're destroying yeah. the earth. And also y'all have been killing us. <laughs> I, yeah. Think, yeah. I think that's a very important point here is that like I'm sure at a moment both of these parties could have lived harmoniously. Okay. With a set of rules and regulations and you know, what are we doing here? Mm-hmm. But um you know, as is history, we're just going to burn these sorcerers or whatever. We're going to light them on fire. We're going to stab them. We're going to do whatever because they're smarter than us yeah. and fuck these people. Right. So, I mean, at a moment, if you're fighting back with a plague, I get it. Yeah. 
I get it. They've been, sure. they've been killing all these motherfuckers. Well, and to your point, Meg, that is a more interesting story. Like, how did they come to this? Like, yeah. like yeah. We, we literally jump from I'm killing you and burning your house down to we've had a long-standing truce. And you're like, was that just based on like Vin Diesel kicking one person's ass <laughs> a thousand years ago? And then we're like, hold this off, we got to work. This truce is years old. We got to work with these people. Like... It reminds me of that scene in The Matrix where um, Neo's learning about the history of the future or whatever. And uh, what's his name? Uh, Morpheus? Morpheus. Morpheus. Morpheus says, uh, we don't know who struck first, but we know that it was us that scorched the sky. And that's what this entire, like the Dolans remind me of, of that being like, yeah, I mean, we don't know how this all began, but... We will light them on fire. (laughs) We have developed flaming swords that they do not like. What I love about this movie, too, is that there is like a he has like a hero sword. He has his sword that he will like vanquish the evil with. He doesn't get it till the end because uh, using guns is more efficient. And so he does that instead. Yeah. I guess I guess that makes sense. I could change the time, but like the heroes, yeah, a hero's assault rifle, I guess, isn't as yeah epic. Not as yeah. not as uh, great to see on screen. Yeah. So I guess like the witches' like main thing is just that they are going to turn the earth back to nature. Yeah. Yeah. Which is like you know, as a human, yeah, I'd like to stick around, but like I can't. But I get it. I get it. Yeah. <laughs> but We're, I get it. Yeah, it's kind of you could almost think of it as like. Um, the Earth's immune system kicking in, right? Yeah. They're like, we got a real bad human problem right here. Mm. Like, we need to like knock it down to like pre-industrial levels or something like that. You know, like <laughs> yeah, it's just like uh, Vin Diesel's character has no. It just feels like he has no dimension to himself. Like at one point, he even meant he's like, there's like shades. Of, he acknowledges he goes, there are shades of evil everywhere, but is unwilling to look in a mirror when he says that. <laughs> For sure. Like, you're out there murdering people. <laughs> yeah, he says something that's really counterintuitive for his character. Because, I mean, tonally, this thing's all over the place. We're jumping all over the place because the it's edited together so strangely. But after we discover that Michael Caine is dead, we cut to uh, Elijah Wood being sworn in as the 37th Dolan or whatever, his sidekick for, for forever, making him not the only witch hunter. So why being called the last witch hunter makes no sense. <laughs> um, anyway, so he's sitting in a park with Elijah Wood and he says, you know that um, when they tried to develop this area, we found a, a grave of, a mass grave of slaves, hey? And Elijah Wood's like, what? Okay. And he goes, see, there's evil everywhere. It's like, what you are doing is that. Yeah. <laughs> you are the that. You are the that. <laughs> <laughs> like you see, do you not see that what you're doing is is just as evil as as the evil that you're trying to expose to your friend here? I don't know. You yeah, you are a a weapon used by one group of people against another. Like and only that group. Yeah. Right? It's not like he's like the last, you know, magician like like the protector of all magic or something and like oh mm-hmm. witches are bad but humans are also bad and like whoever threatens the balance i go after that it's no it's like i am a witch hunter like <laughs> <laughs> like there's <laughs> you know there there would be like p- a difference between policeman of magic yeah. and witch hunter 
yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, people don't go out to the woods to go be deer police. Yes. <laughs> like, yeah. You hunt deer. You don't <laughs> you don't arrest them. <laughs> I just pictured Vin Diesel with like a deer on the hood of his car trying to handcuff a deer. <laughs> just, just stop resisting. Stop resisting. Yes. Just bambing everywhere. This goddamn thing don't got no thumbs. <laughs> now that's a movie. I would pay for that tomorrow. Vin Diesel. Plus, it would sound <laughs> believable. Dear cop. Dear cop. <laughs> just Vin Diesel. No shirt. Just the orange hunting vest. Yes. <laughs> this is the trilogy I want to make. <laughs> Dear cop two into the woods. <laughs> um, oh God! Anytime Vin Diesel said anything that was supposed to be intelligent, I was like, "Do you not hear yourself? <laughs> These are ruins." <laughs> like yeah. I just, I'm like, I don't know, man. Like when they had that scene, there's a scene where he's uh, he's fixing pocket watches, right? And we're supposed to believe that this fat sausage finger man is the. the, the the fucking dexterity and the delicacy to fucking oh. and also it's the worst sort of character development there is like i i could believe that as a guy who's lived for all these years that he's into fixing watches that yeah. actually makes a lot of sense oh, he's no, obsessed yes. with but, time because he's got tons of it exactly mm-hmm. yeah there's a metaphor there but they don't explore it at all they just they just kind of throw it in as this is a hobby so therefore he's a more de- like fully developed character you know, like it's it's oh. it's never explored. It's never like that there is a metaphor about time, which he realizes or mm. has any sort of journey or or <laughs> anything like that. Like, you know, or, you know, it's a, it's he's kept the watch that his wife gave him, you know, like running because he's out. Ha- no, they didn't. But like them. any of these are better ideas than oh, just sure. throwing it in. <laughs> and like t- to your point, like before, it's it's it would have been a more interesting journey for him had he sort of been like, oh, I've sort of been mindlessly this tool yeah. of this organization for this whole right. time. And now I have to, after 800 years or whatever, look into myself and evaluate my own hate and prejudices and whether or not I am actually doing good in the world. <laughs> but he doesn't do that. He's just the same as he started as when he ended. So it's it's just, yeah, it's weird. I would love to see a remake of this movie where it's just, it's the exact same movie, only it's Vin Diesel trying to do a British accent. Oh, <laughs> yes. There, there's the movie. That's, that's, I think that's an upgrade. <laughs> just I him don't. trying. No training. Okay. <laughs> this man does not get a voice actor trainer. Nothing. Oh just my God. send oh, him no. in there. Opposite Michael Caine. <laughs> 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 just like all this B-roll of Michael Caine just like shuddering in disgust. Like, this is my accent. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Perfect. I think it's really easy to hate on this movie, and it's really easy to to like roll your eyes at it. But like, as folks who are, I mean, we're in the entertainment industry. We're like, uh, like oh. being like tertiarily involved in it. Can you imagine? Like, this is a movie that has. $70 million behind it. Like it was a job for <laughs> so many different people. Imagine being in the sort of position where 
you could make whatever you want. And the thing that you decided to make was I put on this jacket and everyone thinks that my dick is the biggest. (laughs) (laughs) I wear a cool coat. You guys figure it all out. <laughs> that is what I do. Did he have a cool coat in this? His coat was amazing. It was I a great it. coat. <laughs> it was like I a Doctor Who it. coat. I didn't even clock it. What? No, well, no. You know, the coats didn't notice the cool coat. I was too focused on what he was saying. <laughs> I just, I would love to get to the point where. Oh, yeah. You could just, they're like, okay, Meg, $70 million. I'm like, okay, so this is called uh, Meg's Real Pretty and Her Skin's Good. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, It's going to be a trilogy. These are some things that we need. We need a dolphin that talks. We need a helicopter. And the rest you guys can just figure out. (laughs) (laughs) Do you know how to fly this thing? Sure do. I'm a goddamn dolphin. Just Meg laid out in the back of a helicopter eating grapes, like skin beautiful, and a dolphin with, with, with aviator glasses and headphones flying a helicopter. Uh. I love how this whole episode has just turned into us talking about wh- how we would make a better movie yeah, and yeah. what it would be. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, but you, you also do raise a good point where it's the, it's the generosity of just throwing money at at artists basically to to make a thing you mm. know what i mean like like the hair the makeup people the like everyone yeah. who put work into this movie and it's just because somebody is such a rich and successful actor that they were like i'm gonna do my as I'm yeah we're gonna try quotes, something we're gonna try <laughs> something which like i guess you kind of got to respect yeah. yeah yeah i think I, and uh, that's another thing i wanted to ask rebecca i was thinking about this um if you you've you've been You've been a server in the past. You've been a server for a long time. If you were all of a sudden given magic powers, would you still be a server at a magic power bar? No, I don't think so. (laughs) (laughs) I don't think so. (laughs) It's something that hit me on the like ninth viewing of this film where I was just like, wait a second, Rose Leslie's character is a waitress at a witch bar. Well, she owns it, to be fair. Oh, oh I didn't even yeah, notice that. Yeah, yeah I clocked yeah, yeah. that because she was like, you burnt down my bar, everything I oh, loved. Okay. I mean, owning your own bar is a little, like, if somebody asked me if I wanted to own my own bar, I might be like, mm, no, 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 maybe. Oh, yeah, that's Rebecca true. Drake's for free. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, you know, I can smell it out. Okay, that makes way more sense because I've just been watching this all the time being like, you just freed this woman from a minimum wage job. Well, I don't think she's smart, though. I don't think she's a smart cookie, to be (laughs) honest with you. Going with a guy named Witch Hunter, (laughs) falling in love with him after... Like, what is the time frame of this whole movie? It's like a couple of days, I think. And at one point at the end, she goes, like, what did she... I want to quote it. She goes, "Uh, this isn't who you are. I'm like, you don't know who he is, man. You just met this motherfucker. This isn't who you are. Oh, no. No, no, no. No. Somebody said that to me after meeting me for, like, three days. I'd slap them in their goddamn face. Also, I am 34 years old, and I have formed certain habits in my life that are hard for me to get rid of at this point. Can you imagine that? habits that you would form after oh. 800 years yeah. yeah like you'd be no one could stop you no you know what i mean like no <laughs> how is he what i wonder too is if no he's 800 years old 
does he have to continuously relearn English? Because if you look at how English was oh, yeah. 800 years ago, it doesn't look anything like it does now. So it's mm. more Germanic and there's a different alphabet almost. So yeah, I would that's a love good point. If I imagine somebody... if you're in it all the time, you would just kind of adapt day yeah. to day. But yeah. yeah, but it would be really cool if somebody could figure out if you live for that long, approximately what your accent might sound like. Right. Yeah. Like what would your accent be after all of this time passing? Because it would obviously change. Okay. Mm-hmm. Like you it's not like you would keep the same accent you had when you started. Because, like, obviously you, you know, you, you absorb yeah. and you pick up certain things. But, like, what would that sound like at the end? Oh, that's, that's crazy. Well, they, they say that if you, so, for instance, if you were born in the UK and you moved over to Canada before you're 18, you won't have your an accent. Well, you'll have a Canadian accent. But if you move after you're 18, you'll have a British accent for, like, forever. Yeah, it'll get, like, dulled, but, like, it's still there. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but sense. although I say this, being a person who I'll, I'll be in London for two days, and I'm like, cheers, governor! <laughs> <laughs> oh, pit, pit, pit! <laughs> it's really hard to not do someone, oh, like, a British yeah. accent back at someone. Yeah, that's why I can't, I can't live there. I can't. Like, I'm somebody, I will, even if I'm around somebody that, like, and that's why I always talk weird, because I'm just, like, an amalgamation of every person I've ever met, because I just, like, glob on to whoever's speaking to me. Like, I'll pick up, like, ticks and stuff like that, and then I can't get rid of them until I pick up a new tick. And, yeah, if I go over, I'm coming back with an accent, and that's not okay. That's not okay. This is disgusting. (laughs) It's disgusting, and I know it is. who I am. (laughs) (laughs) I know it. You know it. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that, it was I, definitely like riding the tube in London, and they'd be like, "Next stop, Piccadilly Station," and I'm there by being Piccadilly Station. <laughs> Piccadilly <laughs> is the funniest <laughs> station. Dumbest name for something. Uh, oh, anyway. But, uh, uh, yeah. On that topic, though, apparently, and I don't know if this is true, but uh, what they say is um, the the British accent of like hundreds of years ago is actually the Southern American accent. No. Yeah. So, like, when they, when the British, like, you know, uh, came to, like, North America, it's, like, people in the southern U.S. basically stopped with the accents that they had, and the British accent progressed to what it is now. Wow. So, like, if you went to the U.K. in, uh, like, you know the 1700s or something like that. It would be closer to what you hear <laughs> in the s- southern U.S. than what Chairs, you hear. Chairs, Governor, why don't you get yourself a mint julep? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think that's true. It could just be that that's a thing I heard once and I'm repeating as fast. And you, you know, know what? It's, a, it's There's fun. no recording, so how do we know? We don't know. I, that's yeah. it. <laughs> Unless they actually It'd be found great like, if there was, though. Yeah. They um, found a witch hunter who's been like, oh, man, everybody back then. And they talked like they were from the South. <laughs> I just found somebody. Uh, the, uh, another thing I wanted to bring up was about there's a the, the big chunk of this movie is um, Vin Diesel being chased by a guy named Belial. Also, Vin Diesel's character's name is Calder, as in Cauldron. <laughs> Take a knee on that one movie, but. Uh, anyway, he's being chased by this guy named uh, Belial or whatever. And uh, clearly bringing back the Witch Queen is very important because the way that Belial travels looks so painful. <laughs> like the world, oh. the ground opens up and he's just covered in vines and is pulled violently through the floor. <laughs> like it does not look comfortable at all. She's like, you know what? 
we gotta bring the earth back. Like it's gotta, it's gotta happen. That's why it's gotta open up and completely swallow me every time I need to go to the store and just pull you through like roots and dirt. Yeah, to the other side. Yeah, that does actually look painful now that you mention it. Yeah, and like there's a point where Vin Diesel like reaches down and tries to grab him or something like through the floor. Yeah, yeah, and he gets his arm stuck. Yeah. Ew. Ow. Pretty a lot. Yeah, and to to that point, so Belial is kind of his like main nemesis until like the queen shows up. Mm-hmm. But um, he encounters like a few other like witches along the way, and I've got to say, for a movie about hunting witches, there are shockingly few women in this. Not a lot, yeah. Yeah, like yeah. you'd think all the witches would be women, or the majority of them. You'd think, but he can't actually like. It just visual visually doesn't look good <laughs> if he's like bursting into a room and shooting a bunch of ladies. Like, it just doesn't. <laughs> no, <I laughs> it agree. doesn't look good. <laughs> we're, not, we're not there yet. There's a lot of wounds to heal still. Yeah, no, yeah. that is not, not good. No. But there's one scene where he goes... To, there, I don't know why these, these witches are supposedly bad, because he's on his quest to remember who... <laughs> remember the beginning of the movie. And <laughs> uh, he goes in, and, and there's this, like, like sexy lady model room and oh they're, they're got little marbles and oh intrigue and, and they bring them a little plant and they're like here you can have a plant and remember and they're all supposedly evil i can't figure out why they're evil but rose leslie uh at the end they're they they finish their transaction they're they're leaving the room and rose leslie <laughs> looks at them and goes you know what i like vintage shops because everything's old in them and she steps on a marble and then all of their beautiful faces crumble into old and then yes. she just goes bitch that to me is the most lateral violence bullshit i've ever seen in my life like they're yeah. clearly being oppressed by this like misogynistic like literal men who are hunting who they are yeah and they choose to fight each other rather than <laughs> fight their oppressor and in, in so much that like rose leslie is like you know what vin diesel you're right <laughs> i do suck i'm coming with you yeah no yeah. that was a super weird one that yeah. is really weird because I think the only implication that these uh, witches are evil is that A, they want to look young, which is apparently evil for some reason, yeah. and B, because they were trying to kill uh, the witch hunter, which was hunting them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'd be all up in his grill, certainly. Okay, like I just don't understand that. Yeah, because they were like basically trying to put him into like a perpetual dream, yeah, right? yeah. or something like that. Yeah, where it's just. By the way, also probably one of the best ways to go, where they're just like oh, you fall lovely. asleep forever, mm-hmm. and you just keep having pleasant. Uh, memories of your dead family where you get to spend a lot of time with them. Yeah, sounds all right. Sounds all right. (laughs) We're rid of a witch hunter. (laughs) I feel like this, like if if them trying to kill him would be a little bit more sympathetic if this movie was called The Last Witch Hunted. If he was Mm. being hunted by them (laughs) rather than him hunting. (laughs) Yes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like they have to kill him and then they'll take over the world. Like he's the last thing between them and, but they're not. They're like... Literally, one guy has caused us so much trouble for 800 years. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think there's like six. He basically is hunting like six women I know who are just like super into crystals. Like, I'm just like, they're just, oh, this, this one's a rose quartz, and poof, give me that. <laughs> <laughs> what is that, a plant? Fire. <laughs> yeah, because this woman's like legitimately a tree. You know what I mean? Like, it's just him 
punching a tree in the face repeatedly. He's like, "What? in what way can I make nature a physical entity that I can beat down into submission? How can we do that? Can we make it a woman? Yes. <laughs> yes. A thousand times. Yes. The villain in the sequel to this movie is just a woman who is a book. Tearing pages out, <laughs> hitting the front of it. Oh yeah! And the third one is to fight a whole vial of vaccines. Yeah. <laughs> Witches are what we call smart women. <laughs> Get her. She's a scientist. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah, I don't think this is a. I don't think it's a um, subtle metaphor at all. That's all I try to say. No, it's not no. real subtle. Maybe the woman that you could argue the woman that, but the nature thing is very clear. Yes. <laughs> yeah. I, I and in general, I think I'm really starting to struggle with, and it's a fantasy trope, and I get why it's a fantasy trope, but like we are the good guys. And then there is the group of bad guys, like this this evil race of like mm-hmm. orcs or elves mm. or or whatever. And it's like it's us against them. And like you can't, I like you get it in the fantasy world, right? And like it's us and them because mm-hmm. it's like very clear cut there. But yeah. like it, there's so much more subtlety to it when you think of it in terms of like a real world scenario, mm-hmm. right? Which is never explained and therefore like kind of diminishes the complexity of the world. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I don't know. I'm not sure if I'm articulating that I think, properly. No, I, but. I, I see what you're saying. Cause it, it's really, it, it's good in a, I think why fantasy movies are so uh, satisfying to watch is that it's like, okay, well, Frodo's got to take the ring to Mordor and Sauron is bad. Go. Versus like in the world, you're, you may have a have a neighbor who plays the bongos constantly and you want to hate him, but then you go upstairs and he says, uh, it's because I I really enjoy the planet Jupiter. And you go, you know what? Keep playing the bongos, dude, because this is... <laughs> <laughs> like, you do you. You live your life. Yeah. Everyone is more complicated than you think they're going to be. Yeah, there's like subtleties and gray areas, which I guess, yeah. Yeah. It might be what this podcast is about. I'm not sure. <laughs> <laughs> I think so. Yeah. The only other thing I wanted to say was uh, like kind of a big fuck you to Michael Caine's character for not doing his due diligence on Elijah Wood. Like right. this is this is a position where, you, you know, like it's presumably years of training and like not everybody knows about this secret witch hunter organization. And somehow Elijah Wood, whose parents were witches and were is killed by the guy he's going to protect. <laughs> Somehow that they didn't vet that. Like, yeah, <laughs> but they don't give background checks to priests, man. They don't. They don't do that. <laughs> <laughs> well, at least he wasn't one of the other types. Uh, do you guys anything else you wanted to say? No, no. I'm sorry to put you through this. I really I'm should. Sorry have, to put you I really. <laughs> if you're listening to this and you're wondering whether or not you should see this film, it's it's laughably bad, and it's also a brilliant portrait of one man's <laughs> hubris. <laughs> a man being like, I have seventy million dollars. I am so amazing that this movie will make also a billion dollars. <laughs> it tanked, right? At no. the box office? No? No, it made more than its money back. Stop. Like more it. than double. Yeah. 
But it's pro- it's one of those ones that's so visually stunning that I assume that they sold it to like the global market. So oh, okay. it's kind of like like a like a Suicide Squad where like I've, I was I think I saw that in I was in the Middle East when I saw it and they cut it up so much that you just are like, oh, cool. Flashing things. Nice. This is easy to watch. You know? Right. Yeah, that makes sense. I heard that's why um, Adam Sandler kept making all those bad movies because he was hugely popular in China. So anytime, even if it would tank like mm-hmm. here and everybody's like, we hate this. Why do you keep doing this? It's because it, he was making like like hundreds of millions of dollars in china it was crazy oh yeah so he just kept pumping these movies out and i'm like well that's that's valid i guess chinese market is carrying the transformer series oh that makes sense yeah wow yeah huh (laughs) (laughs) i gotta get uh get popular in china apparently that's what you gotta do oh yeah 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 yeah, yeah. Uh, next week that villain was right we'll be brought to you in mandarin and there we go. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but there we go so i think yeah we've come to a point where we give the definitive rankings of our villains uh rebecca you want to go first oh yeah sure okay so i did it on a uh on a witch scale okay um so i did it um in between uh the witches and uh, Hocus Pocus. I give her a Blair Witch Project <laughs> because okay. this movie is so bad. I don't know if she's evil or not. <laughs> I can't tell. <laughs> Gets really muddy. All right, uh, Meg. What did you did you have one for us? Uh, I also did a witch scale. I did it from Sabrina the Teenage Witch to the Wicked West, Witch of the West, and I give it a solid Chris Angel. <laughs> oh, like, mind freak! Ah, it's, it'll blow your mind. What is even going on? <laughs> nice, I like it. Yeah, so I'm uh, I'm gonna give the uh, the mother nature in this the, <laughs> the wish queen. Uh, I'm gonna give her uh, rank her on the scale of uh, witch hunting tools. So from a crucifix oh. to burnt at the stake, uh, I'm gonna give her a solid, uh, uh, just a, a wooden stake. Just a nice vampire. Because, like, yeah, that's not necessarily, you know, the tool you need to use, but you'd be surprised when it can get done, you know? <laughs> that's it. So not very bad at all. Yeah. And uh, before we get to our uh, heroes and villains of the week, mm. where we discuss uh, people who've inspired or disappointed us in our personal life, uh, a couple ways that you can help the podcast, Rebecca. Oh, please like and subscribe on you or on iTunes. iTunes. That's what I want to say. iTunes. Uh, if you could give us a rating and just a couple of words, that'd be wonderful. It helps us move up in the rankings. You can also follow us on Twitter at VWR Podcast. Yeah, you can check us out on Facebook, uh, facebook.com slash villainwasright. Um, and uh, you can also reach us by email. If you have uh, suggestions for the show or anything like that, you can get us at villainwasright uh, at gmail.com. And we'll, we'd love to hear your suggestions. It really helps helps us out. Um, yeah, maybe some movies we haven't seen before. But yeah, everyone, thanks for listening. And uh, you've been great uh, for sharing it with your friends and everything like that. Uh, and now uh, our heroes and villains of the week. Dun, dun, dun. Da, da, da. Meg, what, do you, what did you bring to say? Hero or villain? Um, I would say this is a hero that was found out of a villain. Oh, okay. So nice. this, I even saw him today. There's a gentleman. I've been living in Toronto for five years, and I've been living in the same neighborhood for about three. And there's a gentleman who is uh, a little bit like mildly disturbed, and he stands out on the corner and he shouts about how women are the devil and they're evil, and that's that's what he does all day. He's just out there like, "Don't women are evil and they're the devil and they're evil." And um, the other day, 
when this happened, even today, uh, he'll, he was standing in the corner and be like, women are evil. And in the name of the Father, women are the devil. Oh, hey, Meg, what's up? Because <laughs> <laughs> I've been living there so long that he knows me. <laughs> so he's like, oh, hey, how are you? Oh, yeah, I just got, got my coffee. Well, anyway. Then they're bad. <laughs> he's a sweetie. Oh. <laughs> he's not hurting anybody. Yeah. Well, just, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I guess so. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. yeah, it just shows you can make friends with, you can break through to people, right? Yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. You can. You're one of the good ones, Meg. <laughs> yeah, you're one of the good, <laughs> one. One of the good ones. <laughs> I'm a good witch. Uh, oh, I've got a. I've just got a, a, a light villain. Just things that I do right. not like. Um, sure. I think honestly, I think some people are going a little too far with how quote-unquote motivated they have to be or the motivation they're spreading to other people uh. these inspirational <laughs> like i'm trying to be an instagram influencer or whatever it is team okay like i'm not saying you can't encourage other people or try and make your dreams happen i get it i think that's but exactly like, what you're saying but like at, at a moment no 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 there's a level man there is a level kidding. these people are shaming people shaming Greg. i okay i know this guy okay he he and he posts all the time about how he's like you know this like motivate i don't know what he does like motivational talks or whatever but like he posted a rise and grind photo at 3 a.m he was like if you want to get the day you got to start it early you got to get it he's like at the gym at 3 a.m and this is when his day starts and this is when he thinks everybody's day is supposed to start he's like if you were motivated you would already be up by now and then he oh. started doing this like this is my favorite <laughs> he was it for a short period of time he was trying to get uh people to like follow him and be like a part of his like inspirational tour or whatever and he would say his name's scott you go this has been your scottivation minute <laughs> That was my favorite. This is my favorite thing oh, of all time. So <laughs> oh my goodness. Dude, 3 a.m. though. 3 a.m. That's too much. That's disgusting. That's the Mark Wahlberg <laughs> schedule. Remember when Mark Wahlberg posted his schedule on Instagram and he's like, 3 a.m. eating broccoli, 3.30, 700 push-ups, 3.45, oh, yeah. wake the kids up, 3.37, feed them oatmeal. And you're like, why are you up at 3 in the morning? Like they keep making articles about like all these CEOs that like wake up at like at the fucking like 4 a.m. And they're like, yeah. okay, so then I go for my run and I do this and I do that. And I feel like especially uh, newspapers, they really select like a couple of people because I was reading this other article where they selected the people that don't have that schedule. And some of these CEOs are like, yeah, you know, I, I wake up at a regular time. I, I go to work, but nobody writes an article about me because that's not interesting and it doesn't. Right. I have a, I have a coffee and I wake up at eight. Yeah. yeah like there's, <laughs> there's no secret to what I'm doing here. You know what I mean? Like some people convince themselves if they wake up at 6 a.m. that they're going to be a fucking CEO. And I'm well, like, oh, that's not really how it works. That's, that. a, that's also advice that's so dangerous because like sleep deprivation sucks and is really mm. bad for you. Mm -hmm. And it's like, and by the way, any definition of success that involves me getting up at 4.30 in the morning, fuck you. Yeah. <laughs> like, like reevaluate. Like, I would never consider myself to be successful and getting up at 4.30 in the morning. No. 
No, I, th- I have a tinfoil hat idea as to why that is. I think they publish these absurd schedules of folks and try to be like, well, if you, yeah, I know you got a minimum wage job, but if you work your ass off for the CEO, mm. then you'll eventually rise to this level. But it's really just, it's really just the government. And it's really <laughs> just capitalism just trying to convince you that you need to work really hard, then something good's going to happen, but it never does. And then you die with your boots on at work. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I'm not. Yeah, 100%. Yeah, yeah. that's it. That's it. That's exactly. I'm going to be crazy. That's, a, that's a very relatable villain, apparently. Yeah. We're all like, yeah, yeah. fuck that. Um, what do you got, Craig? Uh, so I got, a, I got a hero this week. Kind of a little Positivity. Uh, so um, as I mentioned before, I, I volunteer uh, tutoring um, uh, down in Regent Park, a lower income neighborhood in the city. And uh, uh, this place. The hero is you. Oh. <laughs> I'm just saying that because I'm better than you. No, no. <laughs> Um, and uh, they held like a uh, basically like a a career night for like the students which was like they invited a bunch of people who were various professions and the kids could come and they would ask them questions Mm -hmm. and um, one of the organizers was like uh, can you make it because you're the reason that we're doing this and I'm like like you were yeah and I'm like what do you mean I'm the reason they're like well you know it's just so inspiring like you were an engineer and then you became a comedian and like that's what got us talking about you know doing this career night for kids and I'm like oh oh that's crazy <laughs> what are you talking about also uh, I need to tell you a few things yeah <laughs> well, I, so that was interesting so I show up to this place and then like as uh, you know to as the demographics of the community are, uh, are reflected in the professionals that are there. Mm-hmm. So there's a lot of women of color and things who are doctors and nurses. And they're talking about how like they've struggled through like racism and being like the only woman in the room in this profession. Wow. And like, and the, and, you know, just being like, you know, you got to overcome this and that and that. And like, and as rightfully so, I was one of like two white people on the entire panel wow. of like 12 or 14 people. And, but I'm sitting there the whole time going, the one that inspired this. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody else's stories are so much worse. There's a nurse who's like, you know, <laughs> a job wearing nurse who works with like homeless people or mental as mental health counseling, and you go like, that is. <laughs> <laughs> um, but then at one point, you know, they're asking us questions like, who here, raise your hand if you're on the panel and you're doing something different than what you thought you were doing in high school. You know, you raise your hand, raise your hand if, you know, your, uh, you know, your parents like what you're doing and like people raise their hands, like, you know, all this stuff. And they're like, raise your hand if you would suggest your profession uh, <laughs> to other people. And I'm just sitting there and it's like 14 other people in the thing. I just crossed my arms. I was like, nope, not <laughs> this isn't responsible. Uh, <laughs> that was the right call, Craig. Yeah, yeah, sure. yeah. Yes. Uh, and then... Um, and then the, this all broke off, and then this is this is the real hero for me. Was they're like you can go and just like you know it's a pizza uh, dinner, and you just go talk to the various professionals, and if you've got any questions to ask them, go ahead and ask them. So I'm just sitting there and I'm like answering a couple questions about like universities I went to and all the rest. And the one kid goes to me, he's like, "So, like, how do you get popular?" <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, uh, "Oh, I don't know that." He's like, "No, no, like popular, like." You know, like, how do you blow up, like, Kevin Hart? And I was oh. like, oh, no, I don't know that. Like, <laughs> I'm here tonight. I'm here. What it's are you Tuesday. Doing? Yeah. 
<laughs> if I was Kevin Hart popular, I wouldn't be here. Thank you for calling me on that. Yeah. And then another kid was like, so I noticed you didn't raise your hand uh, when mm. when you asked if anyone would do it. And he goes, what's the problem? Don't like or not the problem. He's like, why? Why would you do that? What's the matter? Don't mm. you love it? And I was like. Yes, I do love it. That is exactly what the problem is. That's the only reason I do this is because I love it, but would not suggest it for anything else. So it's kind of my hero. Just like, I don't know. I like, I like when the kids kind of call me on my shit. Yeah. It's kind of fun. So yeah, that was my, those are my heroes of the week. Yeah. That's great. Yeah. yeah. Um, and I think that does it for us. Uh, Rebecca, where can people reach you? Oh, you can find me at Rebecca Reads at anything of your choosing. Oh, nice. And uh, Meg, how about you? This show comes, uh, this is coming out on May 2nd, by the way. Anything to plug as well? Um, I think the only thing that I would like to plug is something that I'm very excited about, not just on my behalf, but uh, Toronto Sketch Group, Tall Boys to Men, got his sold a TV show to CBC, and that'll be out in December. It's called Tall Boys, not December, September. And uh, it's a sketch series. It's going to be incredibly good. It's an all-diverse cast. I wrote on it for a second, sort of Brandon Ash Muhammad, Aisha Brown. Like, just I brought in a bunch of people, and it's, uh, yeah, it's going to be spectacular. So actually turn on CBC or CBC Gem if you are in Canada. And in the States, I have no idea if you'll have access to it. (laughs) Wait till Netflix buys it. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Or we probably don't block your VPS. Oh, actually, you probably get it already. You might be able to use... (laughs) CBC gem anywhere. Yeah, that's my mm-hmm. that's my thought. We're not real like no, we're selling this shit to yeah. other countries too much. But that's great. I didn't know you're working on that. That's fantastic. Yeah. Uh, and yeah, you guys can catch me at uh, Craig Fay Comedy on Twitter, CraigFay.com for shows and things like that. And uh, yeah, so that's uh, thank you everybody for listening. Um, that that wraps us up for now. Uh, next week episode, we are looking at the Mighty Ducks. Bow, 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 yeah, bow. Mighty Ducks. Wow. Uh, but until then, this is the villain was right, uh, reminding you uh, to uh, not curse your enemies with immortality. That'll come back. <laughs> with that too, but, uh, <laughs> have a good one, everybody. <laughs> Hey there, I'm Kat Angus. Hello, I'm Jocelyn Getty, and we are the hosts of I Hate It But I Love It on the From Superheroes Network. We're a podcast about all the pop culture you love to hate and hate to love. You know how Ben Affleck probably followed a dollar bill on a string onto the set of Armageddon? Oh yeah, you know how Dawson's Creek, uh, the titular character, is pretty much just the Phantom of the Opera in disguise? You know how Tom Cruise was definitely a murderer in Top Gun? He is. He is. He completely is. We talk about all those things and more on I Hate It But I Love It. Yes, we take a tender deep dive into all of the movies, TV shows, and pieces of pop culture that we have complicated feelings about and parse them together in a non-stop laugh-filled hour full of talking about funny things, cute guys, cute girls, and more. You can find I Hate It But I Love It wherever you get your podcasts. I hi bye lie. I hi bye lie, y'all. The Villain Was Right was produced by Andrew Ivamy for the From Superheroes Network. For more great podcasts like this, as well as YouTube series, webcomics, and so much more, visit FromSuperheroes.com.